There's a little uh, teaser of our new <laughs> intro. This is the Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Show. I am your host, Coach James Lewis, and I'm, I'm actually I'm back coaching again after more than a month off. The last time I was coaching was December 21st. Our season's back in order. Due to COVID protocols, we had a delay. We got a, a, a W that makes four in a row dating back to last year. We're rolling, uh, Jacob, and, and it feels good to be back. Let's you go know, on the sideline, coaching my boys as uh, behaviors started getting crazy in school. And uh-huh. now um, that, that's what sports are for, to keep a little order, um, keep them in line. And I'm that's back right. to, you know, coaching and mentorship, um, which I my my main passion and what I love to do. And as always, uh, my co-host, uh, Mr. Jacob Dunn. Yes, sir. I have officially been placed on the COVID IR until the good Lord <laughs> takes me off of it. Uh, I've been resting as much as possible, but you couldn't keep me away from this show. All right. Our goal is to help you guys win a fantasy basketball title and COVID won't stop me from, from accomplishing that. So let's go soldier. He still shows up to work with the COVID, but he's being safe. He's uh, behind closed doors. Yes, sir. Um, (laughs) If you do have it, stay, stay inside. Um, You you never know um, the ramifications of when you're out there in the public. Uh, the All Stars starters were named. Um, yeah. Any takeaways? Any any surprises? Any you know, eyebrow raises? So from, uh, I'm surprised by the Andrew Wiggins selection. Uh, I think it's a long time coming, but he's having an incredible year. Um, you know, he has been he has really been that glue on that Warriors team this season. Uh, so I'm happy for him. Uh, and also Nikola Jokic. I mean, that's just a no brainer. I mean, he's been the number one fantasy player, the number one player in the league. The only reason why the Denver Nuggets are even in the playoff conversation is because of Jokic, you know, dealing with all those injuries with Michael Porter Jr. with, uh, you know, with Jamal Murray. Jokic is the man averaging almost 30 points, 14 boards, nine assists. I mean, the dude is on another level. So I'm glad that he's getting the recognition that he deserves and he deserves another MVP in my opinion, but I digress. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the fingers are pointing towards Embiid being um, the most likely favorite. And at yeah. one point you could have got him at a 50 to one MVP odds. And so people that put, put some money on uh, Joel Embiid, um, they're hoping yeah. that he doesn't sustain an injury throughout this season because uh, the narrative is leaning more towards him, with, especially with Steph Curry's kind of sh- shooting woes. Right. Um, I, I kind of agree with you on the Wiggins thing. It was a, a standings uh, award, uh, right. and people were voting for him. I, I don't think that he was the best player in that position. I, I think his former teammate, Cat, with the way he's been playing this mm-hmm. season, I would go with him over him. My personal pick is uh, Rudy Gobert leading the league in rebounds and that Utah team. Uh, He's the engine that could, but as you know, Andrew Wiggins does not miss games. So that does help with an injury riddled season. Shout out DeMar DeRozan over there in Chicago for getting a nod his first time starting. And he's well-deserved as game winners, clutch, just incredible um, performances this year, uh, carrying that Chicago Bulls team. So definitely. Absolutely. So let's get it. Let's get you ready for week 16 um, NBA fantasy basketball. Looking to the upcoming schedule, games played, under rostered free agents, uh, people to recommend picking up, waiver wired selects, safe floor pickups, criminally under rostered players, drop candidates, streams, 
daily pickups. And at the end, we shout out player performances of the week. So we're going to start with games played. And there's only one team that stands out to me. Uh, the Utah Jazz only have two games, which is good for Rudy Gobert because he has is sustaining an, uh, a calf injury. Right. Um, and, and people that put that on note and, and noticed uh, our top pickup this week. All other teams are playing three or four games. Uh, there are 12 teams that play three games. There are 17 teams that play four. Hassan Whiteside, though, we just talked about Gobert being out with the calf. And anytime he's out, you got to get Hassan Whiteside because his per 36 with his points, rebounds, and blocks, and then field goal percentage is always off the charts. His last performance against Phoenix, he had 16 points, 11 rebounds, and three stocks. That's what you're kind of relying on when it comes to uh, Hassan Whiteside. But again, Utah only plays two games because so he might be a little bit of uh, full, fool's gold uh, right now. Uh, number yep. two, somebody else benefiting from players being out, and that is Bismack Biombo. And man, I'm so happy for this guy having kind of a resurgence uh, of his yeah. career. He's kind of been a disappointing lottery pick once upon a time, but playing over there in Phoenix with uh, CP3 running running the show. He's been a rim runner. He's been super duper active. He's looking like a like like a young rookie or second year player with the with the type of yep. energy he's playing. And this last week, he averaged 16 points. 11 rebounds, shooting 65% over there around the rim. And uh, he's he gives outplaying, you as well. He's outplaying JaVale McGee. Which is surprising because JaVale McGee was having, you know, one of the best seasons. And right. then Jalen Smith, who was playing very well before they signed Biombo, was, uh, you know, getting some minutes, but struggling to get uh, that starter type of minutes that you almost expect from a number 10 overall pick. Uh, and right. Somebody that was flashing – um, greatness and just, just kind of shows how great of a orchestrator CP3 is that the, any big man you put with him is successful dating back yep. to Tyson Chandler and, and anybody that you can think yeah. of Blake Griffin DeAndre Jordan if you if, if you're a big man I would love to play with Chris Paul the point god so shout yeah. out uh, Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns that just look like the best team in basketball no matter you know, who is out there as long as, as you got D book and CP three. Absolutely. Now I'm going to send the next ad to uh, Mr. Jacob Dunn. And he's trying to tell you, get on top of it before uh, the guy comes back and he's not no longer there in the free agent list. Yes, guys, Nicholas Claxton. All right. Make sure the 22 year old big man isn't available in your league. All right. Before missing seven games due to a hamstring injury, Claxton was averaging 13.6 points on 70% field goal shooting, 6.7 boards, 1.6 blocks and 0.9 steals over his previous 10 games. All right. You could make the argument that he did all that with LaMarcus Aldridge out. And while LMA is a slight threat to those numbers, he's also 36 years old and has missed his fair share of games. All right. Nicholas is the big man you want in Brooklyn moving forward. And, well, I just have to mention that Kevin Durant is out and the ball is in James Harden's hands. And that's a preview to our uh, player of the week. But with the ball being in James Harden's hands, you got a lot of pick and roll, a lot of rim running, and they definitely have synergy. uh, Yes. Claxton and Harden, that is. Uh, Moving on to Jacob's second pick, which is, you know, a little bit saving. The guy that's having a, a great bounce back year for, you know, one of the best teams in the NBA. Yes. Otto Porter Jr., 
is starting in place of the injured Draymond Green and is averaging 12.3 points, 6.3 boards, 1.8 threes, and one and a half steals while shooting 58% from the field over his last four games. All right, we all thought that Jonathan Kuminga was the guy to roster while Draymond Green was out, but Steve Kerr changed his mind and has elected to play Otto. So stream Porter Jr. for as long as Draymond is on the shelf. And, man, he's kind of a walking meme with him looking a lot like Will Chamberlain and yeah. the way he's been performing on these holidays. <laughs> um, my wife even said he, he looks like Lionel Richie, and every time he hits a three, she just, hello. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm rolling every time. Um, but shout out Otto Porter uh, yeah. Jr. from the Washington area. We gave him max, and clearly he was overpaid. We kind of were in a bind that, that offseason. And, you know, when you get paid that much money, you get criticized, uh, much like Andrew Riggins. So that, to have a like a resurgence, a final, a perfect role in that system, he's a, a catalyst uh, to this team. And man, the, the Warriors are are dangerous. They're missing their boy Draymond big time, yeah. but they get him back in the playoffs. This is a very very scary team. Definitely. Moving on to another guy benefiting from injury. Yes, Gabe Vincent. All Gabe does is produce when his number is called. All right, he has started the last six games for Kyle Lowry and is averaging a cool 13.7 points, five dimes, three threes, and two stocks during that span. Lowry has been out due to personal reasons, so he could essentially return any day now, but we're going on six games, all right? And Vincent has been balling, all right? So Gabe should be added and streamed if you need points, assists, threes, and steals. And who doesn't need that, right? Yeah, and in his last game, he had 23 points, seven three-pointers, gave you some rebounds, a couple assists, and uh, you, you could just got to love what they're doing down there in Miami. But these these guys, they know their role when when their number is called. As you mentioned, yep. Lowry's out. He plays heavy minutes. Uh, Bam was out. Yurt Seven was playing heavy minutes and destroying yep. in fantasy. And then as soon as those stars come back, they go back to their role, which is basically not playing at all. So Dispo right. likes to give heavy minutes to his players. And I, it's it's a strategy that's been working as they're the number one team in the Eastern Conference, despite all the injuries that they've accumulated. Uh, two, two guys Heat that are hot over there in the West Coast. Uh-huh. Sorry, Jacob. Uh, I could catch that. Two guys over You're there hot in the West Coast. Uh, the one that I've seen in my eye, I couldn't believe it watching this Washington game. I'm sending the, the, the score uh, to buddies as they're, we're up 35 in the first half. I couldn't believe it as the second half unwound and Luke Kennard goes for goes bananas in the last eight seconds. He gives seven points, uh, including your game winning four point play. Um, he's my top ad for the week because uh, he's just producing all around. And last week he averaged 20.6 rebounds, giving you 3.3 assists, hitting four threes a game. Um, and this is with Amir Coffee playing well as well. And that's another guy that I'm recommending you pick up. But against Miami, 23.6 rebounds, three assists, five three-pointers made. And, of course, he went ballistic against the Wizards. Uh, so did this guy, Amir Coffee. As uh, Amir, grab yourself a cup of coffee. That's right. Has 29 points, five rebounds, three three-pointers, and three stocks against Washington. And those two really were the one and twos that got that team back in. And it's funny because they – play similar positions but they play well together because of the versatility they both um, are are relatively good passers and they both can hit the three and they found a role there uh in Tyloo's system with pg13 out uh with Kawhi leonard out uh in the last two weeks is a nice sample size he's averaged 15 points 
3.6 rebounds, 2.3 assists, 2.4 threes a game, and giving you a steal. So these that kind of wraps up our pickups for the week. Uh, moving on to streamers. Streamers, you must stream Willie Hernan Gomez today. JV is out sick, right? He has an illness. It's not COVID. Right. But as long as JV doesn't play, Willie Hernan Gomez needs to play. In the last right. week with JV out with no Brandon Ingham, 23.5 points a game, 13 boards. And these are the two games. He had 18 points, 16 boards, three assists, four stocks against Denver. And he had 29 points, 10 rebounds, four assists against Philly. He is a must stream for today, Saturday, if you're catching this. Um, we'll see what happens next week. Um, double down on another streamer, uh, Maxi Cleaver. He plays Saturday and Sunday. Again, if you're watching yep. this on Saturday, pick him up. You got two games. And you can go, go ahead and drop him on Monday if you need to. Nine points, four rebounds. He's going to hit you two threes. Uh, this last week, he gave you three stocks, two blocks, and a steal. So he, he produces on a defensive end. Again, I've been on the record saying that he he he's not good enough to start on a, a Mavericks team that's just been going crazy. But Jacob, how's your what's your opinion on Max and Cleaver? I was just gonna say originally Kleber was just supposed to be streamed until Chris Tapps Porzingis came back, but Maxi is sticking in the starting lineup and averaging 1.1 blocks over his past seven games with Porzingis starting alongside him. So like you said, James, Kleber has a back-to-back starting Saturday. So if you need to maximize those moves and need blocks and threes, along with low-end rebounds, assists, and steals, give Kleber a shot. There you have it. And I'm sending it to Jacob again for something that he decided to create, and I was all <laughs> on board. And this is criminally under-rostered players. Yes, yes. So first up on the criminally under-rostered players, Dorian Finney-Smith. All right, he is only rostered in about 40% of Yahoo leagues. And I feel like his ownership always fluctuates, but he is a consistent 3 and D guy. I mean, look at those. 9.3 points, 4.3 boards, 2.3 assists, 1.7 steals, 0.7 blocks. All right, and he doesn't hurt you in any one area. All right, the field goal percentage isn't great, but it usually sticks around 45% or so and low on turnovers. And that is a nine cat darling. So pick him up if you need someone who can help across the board without hurting you virtually anywhere. I wanted to ask you about Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, the state of the Mavericks, uh, as far as uh, their future is concerned. Do they make a move at the trade deadline? They are surging in the Western Conference. They're one of the hottest teams in the NBA. You have to make a decision. Dor- Dorian Finney-Smith, as well as Jalen Brunson, who's having a career year, yep. are both due to be restricted free agents. Do you do you pull the plug and, and make a move? Um, I mean, you're not going to get as much in return since they're not on contract trading them and do you who do you see as the better fit for Luca going forward I think that DFS is just a glue guy on any team I don't think the Mavs get rid of DFS if anything they will trade Jalen Brunson just because he is that backup point guard even though he's extremely reliable for the Mavericks it's just I think that they can get a lot back for him mm-hmm. a guy who can help them produce and get over the hump because like you said the Mavericks are fifth in the Western conference. All right. So they have a legitimate shot here with no teams really in the Western conference, like blowing you away. Like, Oh wow. The Suns are going to win it. The Warriors are going to win it. The Grizzlies are going to win it. The jazz are going to win it. The Mavericks have a decent shot here and DFS is staying uh, just because I think that he meshes well with Luka Doncic and you want that three and three and D guy on your championship squad. 
and I like that argument you made there. You could probably get more in return for Jalen Brunson. Right. I'm just a huge Jalen Brunson fan and oh, yeah. and, and believers. It's two championships and Villanova playing two different, uh, completely different roles. One is a freshman one is a, as an older cat. And he, he's right. finally caught his footing here in the NBA, getting the opportunity under Jason Kidd's tutelage. Uh, I say pay that guy and make a move uh, for Dorian Finney-Smith. Although they both fit very well around Luka. Yes. And they are a dangerous team with the way that Chris Stapps, Porzingis, is playing. Definitely. All right, guys. Brandon Clark. I don't know why his ownership keeps fluctuating. He's now at 37%, minus 7% from last week. But he keeps producing. All right, 15 points, 4.5 rebounds, 2 assists, over 70% field goal shooting. And he provides those stocks, especially those blocks. And blocks are a very rare category. All right, so... Brandon Clark is going to play heavy minutes for as long as Dylan Brooks is out. And Dylan Brooks, as far as we know, has at least two to three weeks left on the shelf. All right, so Brandon Clark, stream him if you need field goal percentage, if you need points, uh, low-end rebounds, and especially those blocks, all right? Roster him, stream him, and play him until Dylan Brooks is back, and even keep him after that to see if he can keep those minutes going off the bench. Well, Brandon Clark. Uh, yeah, he yeah. Might, he does give you, you know, kind of a, a dud a, a couple games every now and then. But don't play, don't press the cut button on him because right. you see in his last game he had twenty three points and it, it field goal percentage off the charts. Energy is, definitely has a chemistry with John Morant. I, okay. I really like Brandon Clark, but this is a criminally under rostered player in only thirty seven percent. Absolutely. Moving on to some safety belts and one guy. Uh, Cody Martin is uh, his twin brother, Caleb Martin. Both of them have been featured here on fantasy uh, free agent pickups, but with Gordon Hayward out, uh, he's a guy that is a, is a safe pick. Yes, the better Martin brother. I'm just kidding. Uh, but... oh, I'm about to say, wait, <laughs> wait what? <laughs> hey, Cody Martin is getting his opportunity right now. And over his last four games for Charlotte, he's averaging 7.3 points, five boards, 2.3 dimes, and 1.8 stocks while averaging over 30 minutes per game during that span. All right, Cody isn't going to wow you in any one stat, but he he is a nine-cat darling and will be a nightly 20-plus point threat in points league. So I would definitely give him a look if you need those consistent stocks with low-end rebounds, assists, and points, especially, like you said, James, with Gordon Hayward out with protocol. Uh, and the two twins from they went to Nevada and, and took right. the NCAA tournament by storm. What, what versatility uh, these wings play. They can they can run the one, they two, the three, they play four, they play big, they're tough. Um, yeah. You got to love these these twins. Like It's like the Morris twins. Uh, these right. guys are just hoopers. They're, they're really good basketball players, and so I'm happy yeah. for – uh, his opportunity and, and them and their family. Absolutely. I like this pick a lot. All right. Davion Mitchell. All right. He has been playing heavy minutes lately and averaging 13 points, two boards, 4.2 dimes with two threes and a steal. All right. He's been getting those consistent minutes. I think it's because the Kings are trying to showcase him to try to land Ben Simmons, which has been nixed because the Sixers are just asking way too much for Ben Simmons, but Davion Mitchell is a special talent. And 
he has been low-key balling off the bench all season. All right, he puts up duds every now and then, but he's getting those consistent minutes in the 20s and sometimes 25. Uh, so I would definitely give him a look in deeper leagues, but watch him for now in shallower leagues. Yeah, and he get he drops dimes. Uh, the biggest thing that I've seen in, in the last week or two yeah. is his three-point production. Uh, moving that line a little bit further back in his track record in college is – it was only that senior season where he really went crazy from three, shooting 45%, but other seasons were, you know, lower 30s. So right. uh, the fact that he's shooting a three ball well um, is intriguing, and we all know that the Kings have just a million guards. And, right. they, you know, we're hoping that the NBA world wants them to make some moves here, see some players in different destinations so that um, some of these players can can shine a little bit more because you really just don't know what you're going to get outside of the Aaron Fox. Latest rumors are that they're really trying to push for Sabonis now, Demonis Sabonis of Indiana. So one of these guards or two of these guards are going to get shipped, and it might even be Davion Mitchell because he does have that talent, that promise, and the Pacers want to rebuild. So that's definitely someone that you should think about stashing before the trade deadline, just in case. Yeah, when that's the preview on Domac because we 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 like what we saw in his in his return this week, and oh, I yeah. selfishly, as a Wizards fan, would like to see him in a Wizards uniform. And of course, that's not trading Bradley Beal, but some of these other players that have been, yeah, um, balling out. I wouldn't mind throwing out a a one pick as well. Um, people to watch, uh, people that are benefiting again from injury. Kessler Edwards, guys, who? Mr. Edwards has Pepper been Dine playing <laughs> He's been playing monster minutes. All right, over his past 7 games, he's averaging 9.4 points, 5 rebounds, 1.73s and 1.9 stocks in 34.4 minutes. All right. I know he's not super exciting, but he's been a top 100 fantasy 9-cat player over his last 2 weeks and top 150 over the last week. And he's only rostered in 6% of Yahoo. All right, the rookie out of Pepperdine deserves a look while he's racking up this many minutes and while KD is out. He's had five straight games with at least five rebounds, too. So it's, it's been consistent that. in the last seven games. He's had at least 30 minutes, and some of those games have been like high 30. So right. they're definitely trying, they're definitely using him as a defensive anchor in that team that's being run by James Harden right now and a strict watch guy, uh, Cam yes. Reddish. We're still waiting. Uh, for him and to see him play with R.J. Barrett in, in the New York Knicks. He's somebody that we don't recommend you picking up. But right. somebody that – who – a new place it might spark him going for the rest of the season. Yes, absolute strict watch, guys. Don't add him yet, but just in case Tom Thibodeau ramps up his minutes, just watch him. If his minutes slowly start to climb, I would make the add in deeper leagues, but watch him in shallower leagues for sure. And now it is time for our player of the week. Pow. Send it to Jacob's way for a man that came back and fantasy owners are smiling ear to ear. If you're a Doma Sabonis owner. You said it, my man. Demonis Sabonis stole the show last night in his return from his ankle injury, posting 24 points, 18 boards, 10 dimes. A cool triple-double along with four stocks, two steals, and two blocks. All right. A very, very well-rounded fantasy night, and he was the number one rated fantasy player on Friday night, and he had 67.6 fantasy points. So welcome back, Sabonis. My goodness. 
And if you're DFS and you're looking at schedules, the team that plays Oklahoma City, usually Ooh. usually their stars go crazy. They look forward to this matchup because they can pat their stats, and that's a, a wonderful triple-double. And Mr. Uh, All-Star Injury Replacement, looks like he, he yes. just missed too many games this year to get pushed in. But, you know, his season stats scream All-Star. and Absolutely, he should be. I would be shocked. I would be upset if he doesn't get in some way, somehow into the all-star game. All right. This guy is a bona fide all-star. Interesting. I don't know if he gets in uh, just because the Pacers usually are playoff-esque around that bubble. And they're just having a very down year. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we shall see when you see that right. players get rewarded um, for having better records as we see Andrew Wiggins there in the, the starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, my guy is, is James the beard Harden. Um, he, this guy <laughs> knew this just then he can still play basketball at a very elite level. And especially fantasy wise on this season, he's averaging 23 points, eight rebounds and leading the league in 10.1 assists. And that number just keeps coming up with Katie out in the ball in his hands against right. LA. He had 33 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists and that AD return game in which they lost. Uh, but against Sac town, he had 37, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. I know we're almost accustomed to these type of prolific numbers uh, from James Harden, but we just can't forget how valuable of a uh, one fantasy asset, but then just leader uh, of, a, of a of a basketball team and, and one of our, you know, our greatest players of this generation. So you got any um, words on, on James the Beard Harden? I know he's had some troubles in the playoffs, and and, right. and yes, that, that goes down in your legacy, but, you know, we're, he's still a spectacle. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to fantasy basketball, he's a legend. I mean, he's always been a top <laughs> 10 player ever since, you know, he got the chance to shine away from OKC. Even 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 as a sixth man on uh, to OKC, he, he was consistent off the bench, but – He's just a straight up baller. He is a top 10 fantasy player this year. I mean, you got to love that free throw percentage on top of him just killing it in every single category. All right. Even even steals and even low key blocks. I mean, like he's getting it done. And like you said, without KD, he uh, he is balling even harder. Uh, But I mean, James Harden, I mean, like there's not much else you can say i mean look at those eyes i mean he's just a beast he's a man on a mission and wants to win a championship so bad he just needs to i don't know what happens to him in the playoffs but i mean maybe this is the year where kd's healthy and kyrie you know they get him for home games you just never know that's a lot of talent on brooklyn and harden is the man there's a lot of rumblings about harden for Simmons, and they right. said that Simmons is going to get a hold, and, and it'll happen in the offseason. If you are Nets ownership, would you make that type of move? It just seems like a perfect fit. I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that I would, I would personally do it because the just the reliability. You can kind of want to see it out with um, the three of them healthy. Um, you just don't know what kind of what James Harden is thinking. But there, there's been strong murmurs that he wants to pair up with Joel Embiid. It's extremely interesting to see a basketball world with Ben Simmons and KD on the same team. That's an extremely long team, you know, and, you know, if Joe Harris comes back on the nets, then that gives him a lethal three-point shooter. But then the Sixers, Embiid and Harden, 
that sounds that sounds awesome. Like that sounds like a championship caliber team. I would actually prefer that over the Nets team right now. That Nets team with Kyrie only playing home home games is kind of a mess. So you mean away games in, in we know Philadelphia. Hey man, that's hot. Yeah, well, Ben Simmons can play third fiddle and be, you know, it, it won't be all on him as far as like right. one or one or two and he won't have to be asked to shoot the ball cuz everybody wants KD to be shooting the ball. I mean, you would like, you would definitely want some reliability as far as Kyrie being able to play home games and, and hopefully, you know, the state, as far as the Nets are concerned, the state of New York having the vaccine ma- mandate for their employees being lifted. Uh, but that could push you over the edge, uh, the, the type of uh, defensive tenacity, the guy that can guard all five and play all five positions and Ben Simmons. So just a thought, something I definitely wanted to hear your opinion on that and... As we roll out, uh, again, we appreciate the, the viewership. We'll be back at it week 17 again. Anything to plug in before we do a little plug talk? Just want to say cheers, guys. It's week 16. There's about five weeks or so left until the playoffs. Every week counts. So let's make those ads. Let's stream. Let's not be afraid to make that necessary drop for a player who's hot so that we ensure our spot in the playoffs. So cheers, guys, and let's take week 16, all right? Absolutely, and, and appreciate you, Jacob, for soldiering through, man. What a, what a, what a professional over there, my buddy in Colorado. So, my uh, man. Cheers to you and, and prayers to you and the family here. On the way out, uh, again, we are a proud member of Fantasy Points Media Group. Please tune in, like, subscribe, uh, comment. Uh, we're doing this every week, as well as the football guys, the baseball guys. Uh, shout out to everybody on the team. David, Eric, Kevin, Art, Brad, Johnny. Um, you can check us out on Twitter and IG at TripsPlayFantasy. Like always, they continue to love the game of basketball like we do. Uh, stay safe, and we'll check you next week for week 17.